10 to 1, episode 16. Top 10 board game names. podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Melissa Kozer. And I'm Brian Kozer. And we're back. Ta-da! Back from vacation. After several weeks, we're back. Only a couple weeks. Only a couple week break as far as... The podcast goes. Yeah, because we recorded some ahead of time. In fact, we recorded this episode ahead of time. And there should have been no break. There should have been no break, but there were some technical difficulties... Which were caused by some human difficulties. Ta-da! Basically, I was recording. <laughs> Not my the, fault, though. <laughs> recording with the laptop's microphone instead of our fancy microphones. Sound was and dreadful. It, yeah, it, it, it sounded horrible. So we couldn't inflict that upon you. It would, silence was better. We love all you guys so much. Silence we was better than to re-record this. Than that. So we're re-recording it, and uh, both of our lists have changed. Mine just a little bit. I think yours a little bit more. Mine has changed pretty drastically. Right. And I think for so, the better. Yeah. So you guys are getting the new and improved version. That's right. All right. So board game names. So we have a few different hobbies that we enjoy together. Uh, we like reading together. We very occasionally play video games together. Let's see. We We have to be in the mood and we have to have time. Yeah. Pretty rare. Haven't done it much. Yeah. Especially in the last year. And we used to do sports activities together, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but after Lydia, after the baby, that happens very little. Yep. And listen to podcasts together. Yeah. That kind of thing, but... Watch TV together. I'd say since... Yep, watch TV. But I think since we've been married, the thing that we've gotten into the most is modern board games. So uh, we'll talk about our favorite board games in a future episode coming in January, but today we're going to talk about our favorite board game names, and man, there are so many board games out there. Uh, Let's see. So Board Game Geek, the premier online board game database, has 86,576 board games. Yeah. In their database. There's a lot of really great games out there, people. There's so, a lot of good ones and a lot of good names. So yeah. this was this was a difficult list. There's a lot of really cool named board games. So let's yeah. let's get into it. Oh, we, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I didn't go through all 86,000 games on Board oh, no. Game Geek. I stopped after the first 10,000. I don't think I even made it to 1,000. I'm, I'm kidding. I didn't go through 10,000. <laughs> I was going to say, you are a little too dedicated to making this list. <laughs> no, it was mostly off the top of my head, and I did go look at uh, the top 100 or so on Board Game Geek and looked at our collection of 80 or so board games. So, Yeah, I think I looked through the first 500 on Board Game, Ge- board game Geek. Yeah. All right, so my number 10 is a game called Hugger Mugger. Which is just fun to say. Say that to yourself when you're feeling Hugger blue. Mugger. Hugger mugger. Say it when you're feeling angry. It'll help you calm down. Hugger mugger. 
Say it in whatever emotional state you're you're in. It'll instantly transform you into this peaceful state of bliss. Hmm. Hugger mugger. Just keep we'll saying it to, to yourself. That. Yeah. Uh, the game itself, we played it once. Mm-hmm. Once or twice. And it's uh, kind of a trivia game. Mm-hmm. Sort of right. a random trivia game. And it's okay. Um, and I forget exactly... Maybe I'll look up online and see if the word actually has anything to do with it. I think there was... It's a British word. I don't remember what it means. Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now. But yeah, it's just a fun word to say. And... It rhymes. Yeah, it's got that alliteration going. Mm, No, no alliteration, just rhymes. Oh, yeah. Ta-da! Okay, hugger mugger means confused or disorderly. A spirit of careless frivolity, where all was hugger-mugger. <laughs> it can also mean secret or clandestine. I think that's the one they're going for. The yeah. Medium, secret. It's like a secret word you're trying to right. find out. I think both of them work, though, because it's kind of a bunch sure. of uh, random trivia, so it's sort of confused, disorderly, random trivia. Mm-hmm. So, they both work. So, yeah, good job naming that game. It's pretty cool pretty fun and just remember anytime you feel the need to step back a little bit calm down just say hugger mugger <laughs> all right take nice. a breath maybe count to 10 as well nice okay my number 10 is gloom haven which is a game i don't even think you can buy right now but it was on yeah that's okay no one's gonna go buy any of these i don't think just from the names i know yeah definitely but... go watch reviews before you buy it don't buy it based on just a name that's true dice tower reviews on youtube very good board game reviews so gloomhaven it's a game that came out on kickstarter last year or maybe it was this year and you're uh the this uh, band of adventurers in this town called gloomhaven and you're traveling around in the environs around the town and going into caves and the docks and things like that Hmm. And having adventures, and I don't know. Uh, so the name of the of the town Gloomhaven is the name of the game. I just really love that name, Gloomhaven. You'd like it's, to live in a town called Gloomhaven. I wouldn't want to live there, but I would <laughs> certainly want to go there in a game for that sure. Sounds like a place where like all these murders would take place. You know, I know. axe murders and uh, psychopaths no. running through the woods. No. Yes. No. You know it. No. Nope. We're never moving to a place that's similar to Gloomhaven. <laughs> well, I don't want to move there, I said. I just want to play a game there. <coughs> so, that's that's mine, Gloomhaven. So, uh, just to avoid saying it for uh, all ten of mine, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it now. It's very evocative. Yeah. yeah that's, that's... that's my main thing that I like with these. They, they really put me into uh, the mood... And put me into the the setting of yeah. the game. So they carry your mind to distant places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going through with with these as well. For the most part, Hugger Mugger obviously is just it's so fun to say. I'm probably going to say it several more times in this podcast. Anyway, <laughs> so my number nine is Tales of the Arabian Nights, hmm. and everybody loves the story of Aladdin. Everybody. And if you don't, you're not. You're not American. Hmm. And it's not an American story. Maybe not even human. It's a Middle Eastern story. Yeah, but all Americans. Just thought I'd throw that out there. 
Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tales of the Arabian Nights. All of those stories are so fascinating to think of, you know, flying carpets and magic lamps and uh, caves of wonder mm-hmm. and evil sultans and, and charming princesses and stuff. No, no, it's so, always evil viziers. Oh, sorry. That's true. Yeah, viziers. The sultans are just yes being taken advantage of, mm-hmm. getting their thrones deposed and stuff. <laughs> so, so we like those stories, and a board game named this makes you think... Ma- Instantly makes me think that uh, maybe you'd be telling some of these stories and there's a board game based about it. But, actually, it's even better than that. Tales of the Arabian Nights, you are actually creating your own story out of some of the elements that are found in the Thousand One Nights. So, you're going around, you're meeting beggars or djinns or mermaids, and you're sailing around... Depending on how you react in the moment as you meet different creatures and people will determine your fate. Also based on some of the skills you have. So if you decide to kick the beggar, then he might whimper and cower in fear and decide to become your eternal servant so that you'll stop kicking him. Or he might turn on you and beat you up and prove to be the better man. Ah. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, it's know. it's pretty cool that you actually get to live uh, one of the tales of the Arabian Nights. And there's all sorts of crazy things that can happen to you in this game. So that's my number nine, Tales of the Arabian Nights. Not only is it a very evocative name, but the game is actually pretty fun too. Just a little icing on the cake there. <laughs> all right. My number nine is Among the Stars. Yes. Which I... I... Also like the game. Haven't played Gloomhaven, but among the stars we have played, you're building a space station by uh, tr- basically uh, you're just passing around decks of cards and all choosing cards and building out your space station. And yeah, I just really like the space setting. I like uh, how among the stars you feel like you're building a home out there. You're out on the frontier. And, yeah, good game, good name, my number nine, Among the Stars. It's it's not a game about living in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of a disappointment, actually. Yes, yes. All right, so my number eight mm-hmm. is a game I have not played, but we did watch a review for. It's called Fury of Dracula. Hmm. So that sounds really cool. <laughs> You've got this awesome bad guy, and he's really furious you picture him on this rampage and that's kind of what the board game is about i guess he's uh going around uh killing people and you're trying to figure out where he's going to kill next and you're you're tracking him through towns and forests and stuff so it looks pretty cool and it's just a really awesome sounding name uh that's my number eight fury of dracula yeah good choice my number eight is Inhabit the Earth. So another game that I haven't played, but it's a race game. Uh, you have all these different species of animals, and you're uh, migrating them and adapting them in different different areas of the world. 
and looks like a fun game and i really like the name inhabit the earth so it you know it tells you you're uh, going to be spreading out you're going to be um, you know migrating building up your your animals and uh, intentionally or unintentionally it's a bible reference uh proverbs chapter 10 verse 30 uh, King James Version says, The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. Cool. So, yeah, it's a little little Bible reference, and just sounds poetic, and really describes the game well, I think. Yeah. That's my number eight, Inhabit the Earth. Okay, my number seven is a game that we have played once before, and it's called Alien Frontiers. Hmm. Which sounds so cool. So this you an you mentioned me. uh, Among the Stars, mm-hmm. and that one to me is I, this one's a step above for <laughs> me. Okay, just it makes me think of new worlds that have just been discovered or yet to be discovered mm-hmm. and yet to be settled. You're gonna blaze a trail on them and discover new races, new sites. It, it sounds like just the whole galaxy is ahead of you, and very evocative, very awesome sounding. So that's my number seven, Alien Frontiers. Yeah, that was definitely one I thought about, and I, I like Among the Stars better. I think it's a little bit more poetic, a little bit less on the nose, but Alien Frontiers, You're also a good one. You're on the nose. Thank you. All right, so my number seven is a game they just did a new version for. And it is called Mansions of Madness. Ah. So uh, another one we haven't played, but uh, maybe interested in checking out. Mm-hmm. So Mansions of Madness, you are um, going through different buildings. I think it's set in Arkham, Massachusetts. So you have sort of the uh, Cthulhu mythos going on and weird stuff going in. You're going into different buildings and exploring them. And, and isn't it like rooms are closed, doors are vanishing behind you, and weird things? I think are so. Happening? I think it's creepy yeah. stuff like that. And you have weapons, and you're attacking. And uh, the new version of it that they just came out with this year has an app integration. So you're playing the board game, physical board game, but then it also has an app that's controlling the um, the enemy. Uh, so so it's a cooperative game. You're playing with with the other people against the game. And, yeah, I like the alliteration, Mansions of Madness. Mm -hmm. Um, Both of those words, mansions and madness, both really fire up my imagination. Yeah. Uh, Especially especially the word mansion. That really makes you think of this big, regal house. uh, Very posh, but, uh, you know, you stick madness in there and you start thinking, oh, maybe an abandoned... Gargoyles perched on the the rooftop. Right, abandoned, maybe some creepy butler. Yeah. (laughs) Adam's family kind of thing. So, yeah, uh, interested in checking out the game. Definitely has a good name. Yeah. Mansions of Madness, my number seven. All right, my number six is a game called Flick 'em Up, and we've played this <laughs> one once, and it's so clever because it sounds like Stick 'em Up, which you would think of uh, in a gunfight, kind of, mm-hmm. and this is... Uh, Western themed game, and it's a you've often got showdowns between you, but you're flicking these little pegs at each other mm-hmm. um, right. across the table, 
And so it's just very, very well named, aptly named. Describes the game perfectly, and it's a fun little play on a familiar phrase. My number six, flick em up. Yeah, is that the first pun on our list? Yeah, I think so. All right, not the last. Um, yeah, I I don't really like the name Flick no, Em Up. No, I like it. I don't know, I usually like puns. And I guess it's clever. I don't know, it doesn't work for me, though. Mm. For some reason. Maybe I'm thinking of, like, flicking something up into the air, and it just takes me out of that Western mood. I don't know, but <laughs> it's your list. You can have it on there. I'll still give Bless you a little bit heart. of guff for it. That's right. Okay, so what what are we at? Six? Yeah. All right, so my number six, some more alliteration here, Burgle Brothers. Uh-huh. So this is another cooperative game where you have three stories of a building, and you're taking in a team of, uh, I, I guess, uh, thieves, so sort of a Ocean's Eleven, James Bond, Mission Impossible kind of thing where you're uh, sneaking into the building and... Uh, trying to evade the security guards, and you're um, interacting with the with the different things on your floor, and you eventually have to get to the top and uh, steal whatever you're you're coming after, and then get out without getting caught. And uh, yeah, I I like the I guess it it really makes me feel like uh, one of these old timey kind of things, you know, burglar. You don't yeah. usually hear the word burglar. Very not, often not anymore. Not these days anymore. Um, it's more of a not archaic, not quite that old, but an older, an older word, not as used anymore. And so, Burgle Brothers just uh, really puts me in mind of you know this uh, this gang, this fun gang of thieves. <laughs> um, uh, you know, one of the uh, a noble gang of thieves, or they're they're really doing it for a good reason, I'm sure. So. Uh, Burgle Brothers. It even kind of makes me think of uh, the Beagle Boys. Yeah, it does. From the DuckTales cartoon. Yeah, that's what so. I always think of as well. <laughs> Which I never saw a cartoon with the with them, but we had a book growing up that I really liked. Uh, so, yeah, Burgle Brothers. I've checked that game out. That's my number six. All right, my number five. So you have Mansions of Madness. Mm-hmm. I have. Betrayal at House on the Hill. Yeah, that's not a good one. Which I think, I feel is just a step above somehow. <laughs> Mansions, I don't know, they're really close though. Because Mansions of Madness, that sounds very evocative. Uh, evocative but mm-hmm. then something about a betrayal. I just yeah. love the games that have treachery involved in them. And House on the Hill, the whole title <laughs> really sounds like uh, it could be the title of a murder mystery novel. Yeah, makes me think of a Hardy Boys book. Yeah, title. or uh, or it could even be uh, like the title of a movie thriller. Mm-hmm, yep. So, yeah, just very evocative. You picture thunder crashing uh, after you say the title, and it's raining, of course, and all the windows in that house are dark. <laughs> And maybe a door creaks slowly open and thunder crashes again. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> so that's my number five, Betrayal at House on the Hill. Yep, can't give you guff on that one. That That's a good choice. All right, my number five is a children's game where you're using a little toy axe to knock off pieces of bark off a little toy tree. And it's called Click Clack Lumberjack. Oh, yeah. So, uh... 
you know, you've got the, it's very uh, loosely themed, um, you know, you've, it's basically a cylinder with, I think it's magnetic pieces attached to the outside, and you're trying to knock some of them off, but not others. I don't remember exactly how it goes, but, um, yeah, this one, not so much evocative, uh, I, I don't think I would really feel like a lumberjack with my little, you know, four-inch axe knocking off little little magnets, but, uh, I don't know, fun to say, I yeah. guess, the rhyme, click-clack lumberjack. See if you can really say that like. five times in a row. <laughs> Fast. Uh, and then it's also, uh, it's a, there's an alternate title, I think, in uh, just coming out in different years, it's had different names or something like that. The other name for it is Talk Talk Woodman, which is another good name. Not as good as Click Clack Lumberjack, but good in its own right. So that's my number five, and I'm going to say it again. Click Clack Lumberjack. 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 Yes, very good. All right. What's Boom. Your, what's your number four? I didn't think <laughs> I could do it, actually. <laughs> Oops, we haven't been recording this whole time. Just Dude. kidding. <laughs> Dude, that's not funny. <laughs> I had to say it since you go. Did your once in a lifetime? You're a duffer. Saying it fast. And I'm moving on to right. my number four. Yeah, yeah, number four. Humph. Bring it on. My number four. That's a horrible choice. Oops. A little fast there. Go ahead. You're. I'm not gonna say it. You're not a horrible choice. Thank you. But you are some other choice anyway. My number four. Euphoria. Oh, Build a, a better horrible. dystopia. I'm just kidding. That's a good choice. Okay, so anything that's got build a better dystopia has got <laughs> to be on this list, okay? Because you can't make a dystopia better. You have to tear it down and, and just make something completely different. So the idea of of trying to build a better dystopia is is great. And then I like the alliteration, euphoria, dystopia. I mean, it's it's no that okay. That's rhyming. Okay, so okay. alliteration is it starts with the same letters. Oh yeah, ta da! Ta da! So kind of a rhyme. Yeah. Okay, I like rhyme. the rhyming. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, it's a really fun game where you're trying to amass more resources so that you can gain more influence in certain areas of the game and. Uh, that way you can uh, take control of this dystopian society, you know, to make it a better place for everybody. But along the way, you might have to make a few bad decisions. You might <laughs> have to maybe burn a book rather than build a library. It might just, you know, be more convenient at the time. You <laughs> might have to make arranged marriages for some of your workers rather than letting them marry for love. But... Ultimately, it's for the greater good of everybody. The so that's, greater good. Yeah. <laughs> we will achieve the greater good. My number four, Euphoria. Build a better dystopia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it puts me in that Aldous Huxley, Brave New World, mm-hmm. or even uh, uh, 1984 mood. Yeah. Yep. All right. So my number four is my only uh, foreign language name. But it definitely had to had to be here. It is Geister Geister Schatzuckmeister, <laughs> which is uh, it's a German title. 
uh, it's, I, I don't speak German, but I think that uh, translated it's Ghost Ghost Treasure Hunt Master. Which is still a pretty cool title. Yeah. Yeah. So even in German, even German, uh, or even translated, I mean, that's a good uh, title. Um, and you are, uh, it's a children's game. You're going around on a quest. You're looking for uh, hidden jewels and treasures and going through a little map with your adventurers. And so, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I kind of want to play it, even though it's a kid's game, uh-huh. just for the name. Uh, you can get it in English. It's it, The English name is pretty good, too. It's Ghost Fighting Treasure Hunters. Oh, yeah. Which is also pretty good, but I don't know. Nothing can beat the the rhyming, the the sheer audacity of the name Geister Geister Schatzuckmeister. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yep. So that's why it's my number four. But I do like even the English version. Yeah, no, not bad. Ghost Fight and Treasure Hunters. But I would probably always call it by the German name. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to play tonight? Geister, Geister, Schatzuckmeister. Mm-hmm. Okay, my number three, in fact, my last uh, three, I have never played. Okay. So I had to look up what they're about, but my number three is a game called Steampunk Rally, which Hmm. we did watch a review for this one. It looks pretty interesting. Okay, so anything steampunk-themed just is cool. (laughs) You've got the gears and the goggles and the Victorian-style dress, and it's just, it's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then a steampunk rally, man, if it sounds kind of like those Renaissance festivals, but but better. <laughs> if there were ever a steampunk rally, I'd love to go to one of those. So put that in a board game. That sounds cool. And what it's about is you're one of several different famous inventors like Nikola Tesla or Marie Curie. And you're constructing fantastical contraptions that make use of steam, heat, and electricity in an attempt to win a no-holds-barred race through the Swiss Alps. <laughs> so, so, really awesome the, name, uh, really cool idea as well. Yeah, so it's the rally like a like a race, yeah. a long-distance race. Yeah, well, kind and of kind of bringing together a bunch of inventors as well, sort of idea in a rally, so... By number three, Steampunk Rally. Okay. Um, it's an okay name. I like I like Steampunk. I like the setting, but I think it's kind of a silly name, Steampunk. I don't oh. know. But I like it. That's just me. All right, so on to my number three, and I really like this one. So this one is also a pun. That's a lame one. Thank you. So this one is also a pun. <laughs> just have to give you some guff because you're guffing on mine but it's a pun that i didn't get for like a year or if i did get it i completely forgot and rediscovered that it was a pun it's called dead of winter for the record i got this one right away well look at you uh so yeah look at me everybody so dead of winter of course you know dead of winter meaning in the middle of winter at its very coldest but the game is uh, set in winter, set in sort of a post-apocalyptic, wintry camp, and there's zombies trying to break into the camp, and you're cooperating with your fellow players, trying to uh, collect food and collect weapons to stave off the zombies. Uh, you have different goals that you're trying to achieve. Other people have goals they're trying to achieve. 
some of you might be traitors and uh, not with the good of everybody else in mind. You have to root them out if they're there. And so really fun game. Of course, you've probably figured out right away that the pun is that the zombies are also dead or the undead. They're the dead of winter mm-hmm. in this game. Uh, so clever pun. Um, I really like I like the phrase dead of winter. It makes me think of, uh, you know, it's Valley Forge. Yeah. So these soldiers in war or makes you think of, uh, you know, Arctic explorers or the Antarctica mm-hmm. expeditions where they're trooping through the through the snow. So that's why I picked number three dead of winter yeah good good choice i actually can't give you any guff over that one (laughs) all right my number two is a game called vegas showdown so (laughs) wow that's number two pick the (laughs) all the cool feelings of a showdown in the wild west and then throw that into the glittering landscape of las vegas with the casinos and neon lights everywhere mm-hmm. and it kind of makes me think of kind of an oceans 11 it gives mm-hmm. me an oceans 11 vibe sure and uh i wish the game were about you trying to steal from each other's casinos because <laughs> that would just be awesome but it's actually you're trying to build the best casino and hotel yeah so nah, still okay but it would have been so much neater if they'd gone with a Ocean's Eleven ripoff, but still cool. Vegas Showdown, my number two. Yeah, uh, I just, well, okay, so I used to live in Las Vegas, and so I think maybe the the romantic, uh, you know, Ocean's Eleven vibe that you're getting is is just not what I'm getting yeah. from it, so. I've never been to Las Vegas and seen the seamier side of it, so sure. I'm sure... <laughs> I don't have that coloring my perception. Mm-hmm. Then there's also the only people that call it Vegas are the people that don't live in Las Vegas. Oh, I always only, call it Las Vegas. Only tourists call it Vegas. Yeah. People that live there call it Las Vegas. So just a little tip to not seem like a tourist if you're ever visiting. Yeah. All right. My number two is, I think, the most poetic of my choices. It's called A Few Acres of Snow. And it's about the French and Indian War back in the, what was it, 1700s, fought between the British on one side and the French on the other side up in Canada, northern, northeastern United States. And uh, it's actually a line from a uh, Voltaire novel. And the line is, you know that these two nations are at war about a few acres of snow somewhere around Canada. And so you've got a literary tie-in. You've got uh, what I said with Dead of Winter, but even more so just the, uh, you know, you're you're seeing the kind of the futility of war. They were really just Mm -hmm. fighting over this small area that, uh, you know, it's just covered in snow. There's really nothing there. I don't really know too much about the the history of that war, uh, so I don't know what all the political reasons that they were were fighting it for. But it kind of uh, kind of makes you consider the the cost of war. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just a a poetic little phrase. Well, and literary literary tie-ins will get you every time. 
Yeah, I'm You're a, sucker. a sucker for those. I am. My number one is a literary tie-in as okay. well. So. Um, but that's my number two, A Few Acres of Snow. All right, my number one is a game that I've never played, but it just cracked me up when I saw the title. Oh, no. I knew it had to be my number one. Oh no! Love letter, Batman. Oh no! This is this is one of the worst <laughs> board game names. This cannot be your favorite board game name. I don't love it for how evocative or anything like that it is. It's just funny to me. Okay. I can pause it and you can go find another one you like. You can cut this out. You'll never know. Aww, but it's it's fun. It just makes oh, me no. think of Batman sitting down. And writing a love letter. And I picture him, you know, he's this big, dark knight. And all of a sudden, he's like, what do I say? What should I write? Dear so-and-so, how are you? I'm fine. I hope you are, too. Okay, okay. you got to explain why it's called <laughs> okay. Love Letter. Okay, yeah, I, no, I'm going to get to that. So, there's a game called Love Letter. And the point of that game is is you're trying to get your love letter into the princess's hands while deflecting the letters from your competing suitors. Right. It's, and a, it's so, a micro game. Right. It's like, what, six cards? Something like that. There's under ten cards in the game. Yeah, there's. It's. it doesn't have very many components to it. But really simple game. They've done several themes on it, and right one since of the, it's so simple, you can, right. you can put any theme on it. One of the skin, new skins on it is... Batman edition, <laughs> where you're trying to get the most dangerous villain into your custody. Okay. So, so wow. like the Joker, right. you're trying to capture him. Right. So, wow. yeah, it's my number one. It just just because it put that fun mental image of Batman sitting in his bat cave, hooded, cowl on, outfit, and everything, and then he's kind of chewing on the end of a pencil. And Alfred comes down, and he's like, may I help you, sir? No, no, no. Well, Alfred, did you ever have a girl? Anyway, so what's your number one? Wow. Um, (laughs) I'm still trying to recover from that. So my number one, this is, I've thought for a while that this is the, the perfect board game name. I don't think that anyone will ever be able to name a game better than this. My number one is Merchant of Venus. So, uh, first of all, just just the words, Merchant of Venus. It flows really well. You've got just the the three words there, Merchant of Venus. You've got it describing what the game is. So, in the game, you're flying around to different planets. You're picking up goods on planets and then delivering them to other planets. And so, uh, so you're a merchant. You're selling, buying and selling. And you're in, out in space, so that's the the Venus, of course. But on top of all that, it's also a Shakespeare reference. Uh, the Shakespeare play Merchant oh, of yeah. Venice, Merchant of Venus. I mean, it's just so perfect that there's a Shakespeare play, that there's a city called Venice. That that is what his play was about, about a merchant there. And then there's a planet, Venus, so close to Venice. Did they actually mean to make a pun out of it? Or was that just a happy accident? No, this is totally this is totally on purpose. They meant to reference a Shakespearean play. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Huh. 
I mean, I haven't talked to the designer. Uh huh. Have they stated that though? I'll look it up later. But uh-huh. there's no, there's no way that's an accident. It could be a, a How happy much, accident. How much? I'll bet you right here on I'm the air. I'm not gonna bet you. I'll anything. bet you anything. No. Because have you ever won a bet against me? No, I haven't. Which it's only ha- we've only done it a few times. Maybe I can only think of one time in specifically. But uh, I only bet you if I'm every sure t- I'm right. And I know, I'm and every right. time I think I'm I'm positive I'm right, and of course I'm wrong. So oh, actually, now I can think of two times, two times exactly. So I'm not yeah, so. betting with you. Good idea. So, but I think you're wrong all the same. No, there's no way it's a coincidence. It's too close. It's too perfect. And I'll show you later, um, because I'll look it up on the internet. So yeah, Merchant of Venus. It looks like a really fun game. You know, flying around with your spaceship, picking up goods. You're rolling dice, trying to trying to go real fast in between these different planets, and and you know, buy low, sell high, of course. Get different upgrades for your ship. Looks fun. Amazing name. They'll never be able to pull off another name that so perfectly describes the game. Is so perfect a pun, and is just a good name on its own. Merchant of Venus. All right, so did you have any honorable mentions? So, like, for ones that I considered to put on the list or ones that I definitely did not consider because they just sounded so bad? Uh, Honorable mentions for best names. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to run through them because I had a bunch. Yeah, just name them. Bring Your Own Book, Here I Stand. Mm. That one sounded cool. That's good. Martin Luther. Martin Luther. (laughs) Martin Luther. (laughs) Martha Luther, <laughs> Telestrations, Blood Bowl, Castles of Mad King Ludwig, Shadows Over Camelot, Eldritch Horror, Splendor, Galaxy Trucker, Hammer of the Scots, Cthulhu Wars. Yeah, I had a bunch. Uh, those are all pretty good, except Cthulhu Wars is too generic and Telestrations is a horrible name. It, sound, it makes me think of kind of like this magical uh you're going to see a seer somebody who's going hmm. to see into the future not sure why it makes you think of that yeah i'm not sure either <laughs> but it does make me think of that oh, but well. that has nothing hmm. to do with the game anyway nope not even close all right so my honorable mentions via nebula was actually on the list first time we recorded this and i took it off just because it really makes me think of a space game and it's not about space. It's about a town called Nebula. Yeah. Um, but I still do look, think it's a good name. Via Nebula, also Axis and Allies. Nice alliteration. Cosmic Encounter. The Great Heartland Hauling Company. Islebound. And In the Shadow of the Emperor. That sounds really neat. Yeah, that's another kind of poetic one. Yeah. So, all right. And then I had compiled a few that are just, just really bad. Yeah, same here. So let's just run through these real quick. Uh, so, uh, there are the generic games, uh, game names, Trains, Wizard, Kingdoms, The, yeah. the Game, <laughs> or Game of Things. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, there's the Silly, like Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards, Duel at Mount Skullsfire, and its follow-up, Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards, Rumble at Castle Tentacle, which I'm sure those are really funny the first time you see them. Ha ha ha. But too long, too silly. I know. Don't uh, have a, a long name for your board game. No. Uh, there's the repetitive. So there's a game called Russian Railroads that later had an expansion follow-up called German Railroads. 
and to tie it in, they had to call it Russian Railroads, colon, German Railroads. So, not, not great. Too repetitive. Also, Ultimate Werewolf, Ultimate Edition. Uh, yeah, fail there. Yeah. Uh, there's the just just uh, hard to spell, so Xenoshift Onslaught. Yeah. That's Xenoshift with an X at the beginning, and then in Shift, it's a Y instead of an I. Yeah. And then... Or a civilization. Yeah, that's the worst to spell. C-V- Lizations. Yeah, well, and then the lizations, instead of an A, it's an at symbol. Oh, yeah. So even worse. Yeah. Um, they're trying to be clever because they had a game called CV, like curriculum vitae, you know, like a resume. Right. But then CV lizations, no, you're trying too hard. Yeah. And then there's just the just the lame names. Alan's Adventureland. <laughs> Come <laughs> Who's on. Who's Alan and why do we care about him? Right. Terror in Meeple City. Which the original name was Rampage. Right. And copyright better. issues, they, they couldn't keep that, I understand. But come up with Still, something better. Come yeah. on. 1870. And there's other name, other games oh, yeah, that just, that, it's just a year. Yeah. Say that's, <laughs> that's a bad name for your game. Say bye to the villains. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> what were they thinking? And Whiz War. So I'm not saying these games are bad. In fact, I like some of these games that we mentioned. But horrible names horrible come on people okay mine i've got a much shorter list but one of them is railways of the world that's so boring sounding who cares about all the railways of the world who cares about the railways in your own maybe in your own city but i don't care about all the railways in my country much less the world and then there's a game called maria that's it just maria so maria Teresa. I mean, at least Adventures of Alan or whatever it was. Alan's Adventureland. Yeah, at least that's got a little more of a description, mm. but just the name of a, of a girl, and it's just a generic Spanish name, Maria. Yeah, I think it's some famous Maria. Yeah, but still. It's all right. It's, no, it just sounds boring. And then last, XCOM, the board game. So this is X-C-O-M colon the board game. Yeah, well, that it's... doesn't describe anything about the game. XCOM, what even is that? Well, it explains it because XCOM is a computer game. Oh. And so this is a tie-in to... Computer game, the board game. No, That's almost no, 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 as bad. No, 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 no. Not, not a board game. I mean, there's a board game, or a computer game called XCOM. Oh, well... Um, I don't know what it stands for. I've never, I've never played the game, but... Yeah, it's basically just a tie-in. But yeah, I, I would agree all of the licensed property, the board game, very lazy. You know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the board game. Yeah. Spartacus, the board game. Yeah, probably could come up with something a little bit better than that, but gotta gotta sell it to the fans, I guess. Yeah, and without that tie-in, the fans aren't going to know about it. Right. So I think that just about wraps up everything for this list. Mm-hmm. If there are any board game names that you really like that transport you to other realms, we would love <laughs> to hear about them. You can email us. Our website is tto at cozer.us, or you can comment on our website, tto.cozer.us. And if you add a slash 16 to the website, then it'll take you right to this episode. <laughs> Show notes will all be also be available there. Right. And our next episode is going to be top 10 animated movies. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Melissa Kozer. I'm Brian Kozer. And you've been listening to 10 to 1.
lumberjack, click clack 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 l